So, I'm turning the big 4 on the weekend, mm. uh, which I'm dealing with really well. I was going to ask you how you're feeling about that. Yeah, I'm okay. You know, I'm... I'm you're not in denial? No, no. I've, I've, which, um, stage of, which stage of the grief process are you at? Well, I'm at, the, I'm at the point where I'm thankful that I have a wonderful family, a wonderful home. I'm in the grateful stage. And, I, hey, I'm all original parts still, and I'm made 40. So what's not to celebrate? You're grateful you've survived this long. Yes. So, are you buying me a present? Because I did invite you to my party, at which I can just say, you did ask me if you could go to a motor event instead of come to my 40th birthday, and would I be okay with that? I thought it was a valid question. And then I thought about the fact that I was asking a woman if I could go to a motorsport event instead of to her birthday party. She only has a birthday party every 10 years, and you yeah. wanted to go to a car race. And then I think you got the tone of my... Text and said, "No, no, I'll, I'll just come." And I'm yeah, like, lo- "No, it's all right." <clears throat> I love the way you said, "No, it's fine." If if you if you want to go to the thing, that's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> and I actually said to you, "Okay, I've realised that a you're a woman, <laughs> and b you're turning forty, so I'll be there." I'm in delicate state at the moment. Well, I thought me attending was was a present enough. Yeah. Okay. Looks like I'm going shopping this afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. So welcome to the Tradies Business Show and uh, word of advice for all the men listening today. Uh, when we say we don't care, that's not what we mean. Yeah, in case you'd forgotten that, and I'm sure you already knew it, is um, when the ladies say it's fine, fine stands for something that I'm not going to repeat on the show, <laughs> but it's a bit of an acronym that I heard somebody turn the word fine into, and a few people probably already know what that is. So I'll be at the party, Michaela, and um, yeah, I'll have a present after this afternoon. <laughs> now, well, I'm sure, because today we're going to talk about some bad customer service that you've had. Oh. I'm sure at like Tiffany & Co. this afternoon when you go there, you're not going to experience bad customer service. I won't be allowed in the door. <laughs> I haven't shaved recently enough, and I don't wear expensive enough shoes to be allowed in those damn shops. So, Lucky BP Servo plastic flowers <laughs> instead, eh? Hey? What's wrong with the gumball machine? Well, I did have an ex give me plastic flowers for Valentine's Day once, because then I'd have them forever. Yeah, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. They're ugly. <laughs> I'm guessing that's why he's an ex. <laughs> but anyway, we're uh, enough about uh, me today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said it. Well, it is my birthday week. Yeah. I have just come back from a Not cruise. Not birthday month? No, no. It was going to be... I did say to my family, okay, we either go on a cruise or we have a party. And now it's a party You're and a cruise. Both. Yeah. How did you score that? Well, that's what the husband said the other day. He goes, weren't you doing either? Like, <laughs> as I'm handing out the invites and paying for the cruise ticket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking my 80-year-old mother on our first family holiday with her oh, so on a cruise ship. She's twice your age. She is. She had me when she was 40. Back then, that was a big deal. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. Bad yeah, customer service. You've your experienced. Birthday. You're going to just hijack this whole episode, aren't yes, you? Yes, because it's all about me. Uh, now, you've had a lot of bad customer service lately. Surprisingly, yes. Do you know there's a common factor there? Um, don't it's spend money. <laughs> I should stop spending money. That's that's what I'm trying. That's what the message is here. Uh, oh no! Look, it's just a collection of things that have happened over the last couple of months. I mean, we all have bad customer experiences, and the thing that I I find amusing about that is, as business owners, a lot of us forget that we probably do the same to our customers at times, but we're just so caught up in our day to day efforts that I think we often lose sight of 
or some of the things that can really, really piss people off uh, it, without realising it. And it's the little things. Oh. Like these are tiny little things that drive people nuts. Oh. So anyway, let's go. What's the first one? Well, the first one I'll talk about is uh, some of you might have seen a little live video I did on the Tradies Business Show Facebook page a while back. Um, uh, if you don't know, I'm a motorcyclist and uh, I ride a, a beautiful Triumph Speedmaster and just like Michaela banging on her, her birthday, uh, I could bang on about my motorbike for ages, but I won't. Point is, what I, bought, you this week? <clears throat> I bought some saddlebags, right? Um, some some leather saddlebags, and they're very nice saddlebags. Uh, but it said on the guy's website that they came with free straps, like that he sells for five dollars, right? Big deal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got the saddlebags, I fitted them up, and I realised, hey, no straps. So I sent him an email. I said, hey, dude, no straps. He sent back and said, yeah, I don't give straps away. I can't afford to. The dollar went up. And blah, 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 blah. Um. So tell me where it is on the website because I had it taken off. And so I took a screenshot of his website where it clearly said free straps, emailed it to him, never got a reply, never got my straps. So you know what? He can go and blow it out of his backside. I'm never going to spend any more money with him. And I actually, there's some other items that I wanted to buy and I was going to get matching gear from him, but he can shove it because he didn't send me the $5 straps. Well, we had a talk about this one day. We were here, you were here, and it took about a half hour conversation. But you're like, oh, I'm just not going to worry about it. I said, No, reply to him. Show him on the website where it is. It's the principle of the matter. And now you've got me all fired up, and I've yeah. axed him. No, like mind you, I spent I spent over six hundred bucks with him. Yeah, and and he you, won't send me five dollars straps. But what annoyed me the most was he wrote back to you explaining <laughs> with excuses. All about this, I'm a, just a small bloke and I don't make a lot of money in the US dollar and all this shit. And it's like, they were, not and you're problem. going, oh, they're probably going to be shit straps anyway. I'm like, that's not the point. The point <laughs> it's, is... It's free straps. It's free straps. <laughs> you've sent him, you've done a customer service by showing him the error on his website and, you know, he could just... Send me the straps. And never sent them. Because that was the update today. He was telling me he never got them. Yeah. So he's lost a customer that's, now. That's been over a month. And he never even replied to my email where I sent him. I went to the trouble of sending him a screenshot of his own website. He could have checked the damn thing himself. So that's that's how good a customer I am. But you know he's off he's off the Christmas card list that bloke. So Gone. so who's so off that's, the list that's next? That's one one example of a small thing that has cost this guy. Like I I will probably spend another five hundred dollars on luggage in the next six months, and he ain't getting my money. Uh, so and I'm not going to those two dollars straps, shouldn't he? And I'm not going to refer him to any friends either. If they ask me about my saddlebags, be like, yeah, they're pretty good, but you know, customer service was crap. Can you go on about the postage as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's one example that I haven't recovered from yet. This is a therapy session. Oh goodness me! This next one's a beauty. Uh, well, hang on. Which which is the next one I'm actually going to talk about? The battery. Uh, oh, this is a cracker. So, um, so my uh, my house is about ten years old, which means the smoke alarms. And if you don't know this, here's here's the thing that they don't tell you about hardwired smoke alarms: is they have a, a useful life of ten years, and after that time, they're meant to be replaced. It actually says it on a little sticker on the smoke alarm. Didn't know that. Hmm. Um, anyway, if you don't replace them, what they do is this wonderful thing of beeping at you at about two o'clock in the morning, just randomly. Uh, for no particular reason, even when you you uh, replace the batteries, they keep beeping at you. So I worked out when I called my local electrician that it's because they're stuffed; and they need to be replaced. Awesome. 
Anyway, um, got the Sparky out. Uh, my ex-wife actually lives in the house now, so uh, organised it all for you know them to come out and visit while she was home, blah, blah. Fitted the smoke alarms, and just what you want is a text message from your ex-wife in the middle of the day saying, what's the go with these smoke alarms? They're, they're continuously beeping. Uh, the daughter's supposed to be having her daytime nap, blah, 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 right? Great message to get. So uh, <laughs> I thought... Right, the electrician can ring the ex-wife. I'm not ringing, so I I sent him a message and said, "Here, ring this, ring the ex-wife. She got a problem with these beeping things." Anyway, they they managed to talk her through pulling them off the ceiling, and she put them in the garden shed <laughs> because they were beeping so loudly. And uh, <laughs> and so I had to drop round there that afternoon to try and figure out what was going on with these damn things. The Sparky, to his credit, he was going to send somebody out, but he couldn't get someone out there till the next day uh, to have a look at these things. And I straight away thought, I bet I know what the problem is here. So I dropped around that afternoon, um, opened up the back cover of these smoke alarms, and sure enough, the 9-volt battery is wrapped in clear cellophane. So it hasn't taken out of its packaging. No. So the smoke (laughs) alarms are beeping because there's got no battery power, right? You know the low battery beep that your smoke alarm yep. does? That's what was going on. So I just took the plastic off the batteries and refitted these things. I've saved the, the Sparky, like, you know, 100 bucks in labour and fuel and everything, sending his young guy out to, to <laughs> take the plastic wrapper off the batteries. Plus I had to call around on my ex-wife. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, so, they should be paying you oh, for the trauma. I know, but but here's she the thing, right? She does she? No. Um... It's all right. She hates me anyway. Uh, but but here's the thing, right? So I saved this guy sending someone out there by dropping around myself because I said, "Don't. It's it's okay, mate. I'll call around, check it out. You know, I wanted to make sure the so smoke. So you're being the nice guy again. I am. I am. Uh, it's only on the show that I sound like a whinging <laughs> bugger. But anyway, um, fixed the issue for him. Let him know, and he said, "Oh, thanks so much for that." You know, and then went on to berate the young guy, like you know, slagged him off via text message. Um, and then, and then my ex told me because I was chatting to her a few days later. She told me that she bumped into the owner of the business at the shopping centre, um, and he recognised her. And he said, and he w- went straight into this rant, basically bagging his employee out to her, and calling him names and all sorts of stuff uh, about being such a moron for leaving the plastic on and da da da, blaming the the employee for this. And she said to me, you know, like. That was really that she felt bad for the for the employee because he was a really nice guy and he was great with he did some great stuff you know he swept up up after himself um, you know she said he was awesome with with our daughter was home a five year old daughter and he was chatting to her and she said you know he's really good customer service in that way like relationship stuff but he was just a knob and forgot to take the wrapper off the batteries uh, but the business owner made it worse by bagging him out instead of backing him. And actually saying, "Hey, so sorry about that. Thanks for for your patience and everything. You know, I've had a chat to the young guy. Can I share your coffee or something? You know, like there would have been a better way to handle that than being all negative and and uh, moaning about it to the customer who had been inconvenienced in the first place. Yeah, that's terrible. And and to just add a little, you know, little bit of spice to the story yeah. as well." Because when you have something happens, everything else goes tenfold. Oh yeah, and of course, then you start noticing things. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I, I when I when I refitted these bloody things to the ceiling, I noticed that 
oh, you know, where he took the old smoke alarms down, there's there's marks left on the ceiling because they're a different size. Mm. And I know that's not his problem, but I've now made it his problem because I had to go there and take the wrapper off the batteries. And then I noticed where he's put his ladder on the timber floors, he didn't put a drop sheet down because there's, you know, those nasty rubber scuff marks yep. that get left by the rubber feet on ladders while they're on the timber floors at the house and the ex has asked me how to get them off and so I've cleaned them off the timber floor it's like and I had to pay the invoice because <laughs> I'm paying for this stuff so well that's another episode but um, if, you're, if you're a tradie out there don't go to Warwick's house <laughs> yeah because you're under the, you're going to be scrutinised that's it but 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 they're all such simple little things, aren't they? You know, they are. plastic wrapper on the battery, no big deal. Scuff marks on the floor, they come off, no big deal. Uh, marks Don't on whinge the ceiling. about your employees to your customers. I know, I know. So, I mean, that, that could have been the difference between a fantastic customer experience and, I mean, we're only talking, you know, a few hundred bucks invoice, but it's a few hundred bucks that I didn't want to spend in the first place because these stupid bloody smoke alarms that only go off when you cook your toast and not when, you know, you set fire to your curtains. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's the little things again that really bug people, not just me. I know, tell me it's not just me, Michaela. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm the same. Things like that drive me nuts. It's like when you go to a restaurant and I always change orders. And they can never get it right. But anyway. Well, speaking of restaurants, I've got another one for you, right? Right. Oh, this, this, and this one made me cranky, right? Oh, cranky pants. <laughs> it almost ruined my evening. Um, and it's something so simple and so ridiculous. But uh, I went, uh, I went to a wedding recently and uh, went with my new partner and and I, I think we'd been so it was the, the night before or something we were staying at this uh, resort thingy and there's a takeaway shop next door right um, and we'd brought a bit of food uh, but we just felt like hot chips I know paleo it's not really paleo um, and so I'd spotted this little takeaway place next door earlier in the day I'd already done the thing you know 6am to 7pm sweet we drove past like 530 uh, or well, 5.35 it was, because I actually checked my watch <laughs> after we left. Walked in, said, oh, can, can we get some hot chips? They've got a, a food cabinet full of, you know, pre-cooked deep-fried goodness. And we wanted to buy some hot chips. And before we'd even finished, it's like saying, can we get some hot chip? The, chi- the woman had cut me off and said, oh, our kitchen's closed. And I literally looked at my watch, looked at my partner, looked at the woman, and I think I think my partner saw my face going red, <laughs> and uh, and grabbed me by the arm and walked me out. And I looked at the sign again because I thought, did I get that wrong? I'm sure it says open till seven p.m. every yeah. night. It's five thirty-six for goodness sakes, and they've stopped cooking because I don't know they were bored or it was quiet, but. It's sure, I only wanted to spend five bucks on hot chips, but it, it's, again, it's such a simple thing of, I didn't go back there. You know, we, we bought um, dinner again the next night. We went somewhere else. Yeah. We went and bought fish and chips from a different shop. And like, yeah, kitchens close early, but put that on your... your, your or, or... Or explain why. Or look, the... Offer the, an alternative. The, chef, the cook had to go home sick, or we've shut the kitchen because it was quiet. Can I give you something else? Can I offer you a thing? Or, you know, can I chuck you a free something with half a hot chalk? Or, you know, we've got some crumb fish in the kitchen. Like, just offer me a different solution. Don't just stand yep. there and say, sorry, kitchen's closed. 
It's like, okay, sorry, I'll just take my wallet to another store. <laughs> and they weren't busy. Yeah. So, you know, how hard is it to flick on the fryer and chuck some chips in? Say, hey, but look. just offer an alternative. It might stuff take 20 there. minutes. Are you okay to come back? Yeah. Be like, yeah, sure, I'll go, go to the bottle and buy a six-pack while I wait. Yeah. Not that I drink no, much. But, but anyway, again, simple, simple stuff. So I think the important thing to note there is that you've just admitted you've got a new girlfriend. I oh, think you yeah. just slided that in the first time. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say show. anything about that, but anyway, now that you've made a thing out of it, thank you. Well, I did it so we could edit it out <laughs> if you want. <laughs> we'll leave it in. Look, the ex-wife already knows, so it's fine. Yeah, so the well, new girlfriend's not. had a debut on the show. Oh, oh yes, Lots indeed. of new questions for me to ask now. Ah, yeah, good on you, and I might answer some of them. <laughs> anyway. Does we- she listen? Uh, yeah, she does actually. She's okay. a fan. I'm gonna have to be careful. She likes the sound of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be sorry that you brought this up. Anyway, Anywho, customer service, little things. Uh, apologies for that, listeners. Um, it's the little things that that really do bring you on. So, I got another example. Okay, okay go. Another one. Okay, and and you know why these these make me even more cranky is because. Some some of it relates to my ex-wife, and it's like I have to keep having contact with the ex. But uh, anyway, ex the ex's car needed new brakes, and um, got the brakes done, all good. Uh, I picked the car up because I'm paying for it because I'm not the best ex-husband in the world. Um, I picked the car up, and I noticed that there is a large amount, and I, and and I have a photo of this, and I don't think the mechanic that that uh, did the job listens to the show but if you're listening mate it's all good i'm using this to help other people as a teaching example <laughs> don't hate me um but you know uh new brakes job's done it was done early the the whole process was awesome um you know his service manager chick rang me uh, great you know really happy with it and uh, and that's why i i took the job to him but um, I noticed when I looked at the, the back brakes, so tyres and brakes and everything done, is there's a heap of this blue goo sticking out around the rear brake pads, right? And I looked at it and thought, oh, all right, it's probably some sort of silicon grease or something to stop the rattling of the brake pads, you know, because I'm a, I'm a boy and I understand some of these things. But I looked at it and straight away thought, oh, geez, dude, I'm, I'm fairly forgiving on mechanical stuff because I understand, but a customer who doesn't understand, and this is an Audi we're talking about, so most Audi drivers, I know that's stereotypical, but they're probably going to look at all this goo, b- bright blue grease in their back wheels and wonder about it and call them, right? Nobody said anything to me about this. So uh, I sent a message to the, the business owner and gave him some feedback and he rang me and he kind of, he rang me sort of justifying it and I felt like, dude, I'm giving you feedback as a favour and you're sort of justifying that they put more in there to stop the squeaking and rattling and stuff, and that's why they do it. And and I thought, well, yeah, but there's a lot. And I sent him a photo of it. Uh, he could have just wiped it with a rag. Or told you that they've done that and this may happen. Exactly. If that's part of their process, right, is so you'll notice there's some blue grease on the around the brakes. We do that to stop the squeaking and the rattling. Don't worry about it. It won't melt and get onto your discs or fly off or anything like that. It's there for a reason. And when I see it, I'd go, sweet, they told me that was going to be there. So again, it's it's something so simple, but we overlook this stuff and I think we take it for granted because you know why it's there, right? As the mechanic, you know why it's there. 
um, as the customer, I might or might not. And if I'm in the might not camp, it's going to raise a question in my mind. And the last thing you want with customers after they've just spent $1,000 with you on their ex-wife's car is to have any question in their mind about the job that's just been done, right? Because that could cause another call to you from the ex asking what the blue stuff is. And I know she hasn't driven the car yet since I delivered it back to her place, and I guarantee I'm going to get asked about it. So I need to actually tell Right, you being <laughs> proactive and telling her. Because I'm just like everybody else Avoid- that listens to the show. Yeah, I don't know. You're actually. avoiding the extra <laughs> conversation. Right. <laughs> so, but, but that's the thing, you know. It's like make that part of the process. If that's something you do as an extra added, which is awesome, you know. They, they use extra staff because it stops the squeaking and rattling. Great. Tell me that's what you do. Take the advantage to use that as a marketing thing rather than let it become a, cust- a question in your customer's mind. And then don't justify it to me when I give you feedback. That'd be like going to a restaurant and saying, "Hey, the meal was great. Just thought I'd give you some feedback. Um, I found a, I found a, you know, a cockroach in my salad. It's okay. I don't want a refund. I just thought I'd let you know some feedback. Don't go into justification, blaming staff, blaming your supplier, or whatever. You, you know, the best thing you can do when you get feedback from a customer, critical feedback, thank them for it. Yeah, it's like in the Hug the Haters episode we did not long ago. Yep. Where the only way you're going to improve is getting some bad reviews and being thankful they gave them to you. But people get the shit. And and worst thing, I think, is going to that justification. Oh, yeah, we've changed suppliers of our lettuce and, and, oh, you know, they must have have sent us a bad batch or something. I don't care. I was actually being nice and telling you that you've got a roach in your salad and I'm not going to take you to food safety. Thank me for the feedback. Oh, thanks so much for that. Yeah, we'll, and we'll check our process without you having to ask for it. Yeah, exactly. You know, buy buy my love as a customer and see that as an opportunity to do better. And you know, send me the damn straps. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com. dot